Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, Lord. 
them the same thing. They don't work all day, and they only came at the last hour. And then he still come around and pay them the same amount of money. He, he asked them a question. Did I not agree with you at 7 o'clock to pay you a certain amount? Yes. Did I pay you? Yes. Well, then why are you getting mad if I want to pay them the same thing? I pay you my money. I ain't cutting nothing from you. I gave you what I promised to pay you. So why you, should you get mad if I take my money and pay that man the same thing? I ain't stole a thing from you. So what are you trying to say? Those that can't last can be first. Those that first can be last. We all going to get great. We all going to get to heaven by grace. That's why he said we should circle and make hands. Because without grace, we ain't going to make it. So ain't that good to know that we're going to get there by grace. Now let's talk about living a Christian life according to the Bible. So I got some scriptures. I got some scriptures to, to, uh, to bring before you because, like I said, it's going to take the word of God. The Bible says we are clean by the word that is spoken to us. It will do what's never said. Now, it don't do you no good to read God's word and don't apply it to your life. He said you got to do what it says. If it says that I don't, shall not come in a door for then you got to leave that man husband alone. Leave that man, that woman, that, leave that woman, that woman, leave her husband alone. Leave that man wife alone. If it said thou shall not kill, then you can't kill. If it said thou shall not commit fornication, then that means you ain't even got no business uh, have, uh, uh, a man going to bed with someone if you ain't married to them. you got to do what the scripture says. Because if you don't do what it says, then you're not sanctified. He said you are sanctified when you do what it says. Then he said we are washed by the word of the word. Ain't that something? We are, the word of God will wash you. The word of God will clean you. One songwriter picked it up and said, what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Now we're trying to use other things to clean ourselves with. We're trying to use other material, other methods to cleanse ourselves other than the Word of God. Honey, if the Word of God don't cleanse us, we're going to be lost. We've got to be cleaned by the Word of God. Romans 12 and 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world. We're talking about living a Christian life now, according to the Bible. Do not be conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by, by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. Be not formed. In other words, the world got his ways of doing things. The world got his sexual ways of doing things. And, you know, the world say a uh, different stroke for different folks. Uh, it, it's your thing, baby. Do what you want to do. See, that's what the world says. But that ain't what God says. God said, be not conformed to the world. Quit doing what the world do and do what the Bible say do. Because the world will form you, but it will, it will cause you to be acting like it acts. Okay? You can't do, you can't go to the club because the world go to the club. Oh? You just can't drink liquor because the world drinking liquor. You, 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 you can't be running around somebody's husband and wife called the world doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, it's okay. Uh, it ain't okay. Because God said, be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed. Now that you've been born again, you got to you got to renew your mind. He said, by the renewing of your mind, you, you and when you renew, renew your mind, then you can hear how you gonna hear the voice of the Lord. You all out in the world doing everything that the world big enough to do, and then here you hear how my you hear the voice. You hear the voice of God. You don't know who you hear. You at the club on Friday night and church on Sunday. You gonna hear? They gonna have more than one voice running around in your head. You don't know where it's God or where's the devil. Then you'll get out there and make a shipwreck and make a new call. You thought that with the Lord when he wants the Lord. Don't y'all remember when Elijah ran from from, from Jezebel? How did when he got out there in the mountain, out there on the hill on Mount Carmel? He heard he he heard the wind blow. He heard the lightning, he had an earthquake. All the things he heard, and what did the scripture say? It was not the Lord. Then he said he heard a still small voice. 
and that was the Lord. See, God don't always, people think God is knowing. He had to turn something all over and break stuff in order for it to be the Lord. And he done told you gently to somebody, you need to stop. To your mother or your father or your sister or your brother or your family member or somebody on your job. Simply told you, you know, you need to stop that. You know, you need to leave that man, that you need to leave that man husband alone. But no, that didn't sound like the Lord because that was too easy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you need to leave that woman husband alone. Oh, that was just too easy to be the Lord. And God will speak through people. That's why we need one another. God speaks to one another. We, we, we are our brother's people, and we won't listen. Amen? Let's go to Colossians 3 and 5 and 10. I just love the Word of God because I just read it, and I just eat it because, you know, that, 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 I, that's the only way I can be sanctified. That's the only way you can be sanctified. You will never be a better person if you don't take God's Word and apply it to your life. Work without faith is dead. You can't talk about you're going to do it. you got to do it. Every year we make New Year resolutions, and we're worse off this year than we were last year. Why? Because we're talking something and ain't doing nothing. Colossians 3, 5, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in your life, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is adultery. On account of these wraps, the wrath of God comes into to, to you. Want to walk when you want will walk and live in them, but now you must put on all, put away all anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his practice. See the wrath of God come on these things, and then you wonder why all this is happening. We wonder why. This pandemic came through. Do you not know that nothing ever happened like this? This pandemic? Yes. We have had epidemic. We have had the Blue Bonnet Pledge, and we have many other pledges that attack other countries, other people. But we never had a pledge like the COVID that attacked the whole world. This was a, a record breaker. This was something that never happened before. You know why it attacked the whole world? Because the whole world started acting crazy. The whole world got to acting like they didn't know right from wrong. Uh, the whole world didn't know, got to acting like they didn't know that two men they supposed to love one another and two women they supposed to love one another. Uh-huh, I want the White House to hear that too, and the Supreme Court, who took years to try to, if you're talking about they're going in a session, they'll get back, and they'll let the people know whether or not it was right and wrong for two men to marry. It's sad to have people in leadership positions sitting there in the White House, sitting up over the ruling us, and don't have the audacity, the decency to know that two men ain't got no bit to marry one another. That's not even a question. When we were little boys and little girls, we knew better than that. Years ago when we came along, everybody knew that you didn't have to be educated to know that two men. When you saw two men walking and hugging one another, everybody knew that was a blasphemy. Oh, it was going on years ago, but when it was seen, everybody knew it was a shame. And they said, my God, this ain't right. But now it's okay because the law them been passed. But I should have noticed all they do is all they did when they when they passed the law for two men to marry one another. All they did was gave you a death sentence that you didn't already know it. All they did was gave you a death sentence that you didn't even know they were doing that. That all that law is is a death sentence that send you to eternal damnation, to turn send you to eternal darkness, to be cast in the outer darkness where they be weeping and gashing the teeth. I'm gonna leave that alone. But I serve notice because the world forgot God, because we saw letting everything come in the world, come in the church, passing laws that, that is wrong for babies to be ripped out of a woman without no reason at all because she don't want the baby, passing laws that is corrupt 
And then we want God to, to the Bible says righteousness exalts the nation, but sin is a reproach against any people. One writer said this in a long time ago. He was an elder gentleman. He was a Bible scholar. He said this. He said, one of, he said America is great because America have God. He said, but when America forget about God, America will be great no more. You know what, y'all? America almost not going to be great. America almost going to be a failure. Do you not know it is said that America and Russia are two of the greatest, greatest allies, two of the greatest forces there is in the world? Russia made the statement that when he, when he think it's vulnerable, when he think it's possible to, to destroy America, it would. America need to be at the brink. America need to wake up. Well, America is sleep. Second Corinthians five and seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. All have passed away. All have become new. We're a new creature, y'all. I don't even have to highlight on that man. If you've been born again, you're a new creature. Now all those things you did and you got in the world need to be passed away now. James one and twenty six. If anyone thinks that he is religious, and does not browse his tongue, but deceives his heart. This person will leave him in worthless. Do you not know if you can't be quiet, you just a talking to person, telling your business and everybody else's business that the Bible says your religion is in vain? So when religion, when, when religion comes in your life, it helps you browse your tongue. David said, put a watch on my mind, that I might know where I feel I am. Do you not know if you can't keep your mind shut and tell everybody business? Breaking up home, breaking up the choir, breaking up marriages, all the people lose their job, lose their friendship with someone. And the Bible says he that repeated a matter, the short chief friend. And you repeat something other than somebody told you, it can break up friendship that been friendship for years. So you have to be careful that tongue that is in your mouth. So that tongue can make you lose your salvation and make you lose out the God. You said out from the first to put God in judgment. First thing he's going to do is show you your tongue. He ain't got to say nothing to you. Just show you your tongue. You know that wrong is what caused you to be the low by the God. Matthew 7 and 21 says, Not everyone who say to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many would say, and I said that early, many would say, Lord, Lord, we did not prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty words in your name. And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me. Your work was in iniquity. Uh-huh. You were the sin. You will not be received by God. He said many going to say that on that day, that they did all these things. But he's going to say, depart from me, because you did those works in sin. You didn't even never get saved and thought you were saved. You got up and received God, uh, accept the Lord as your Savior and all those things, but you didn't allow your, your nature to be changed. Ephesians 4 and 32, be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave us. Do you know we as Christians got to be kind? You got to be kind to mean things. You got to be kind to honor folks. You got to be kind to despitefully human folks. You got to be kind to feminine. Now you know good and well as I sit here and talk today that many of us is lacking in that area. People make us mad, we get mad. People make us glad, we get glad. 
and look like we're doing worse than they are. Look like we're sinning worse than they is. Look like we're having more babies in the church than the world having out there in the world. Here they is. There's a reason for them to have babies because they, they ain't got no standard to stand by. But we said we've been born again and having babies ain't married. Having babies is not married. Maybe you done made that mistake, but let that be your last mistake. Don't you have another baby and you're not married if you're going to be a Christian, if you call yourself being born again. Don't you, don't you bring God a shame. Don't you let God down like that. You keep yourself for your, for your husband. You keep yourself for the mate that God going to give you. Don't you have no more babies, baby. Don't let them little young boys trick you having any more babies. You know what the word said. If you name the name of Christ, then you ought to walk like him. Galatians 6 and 8. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the spirit will the spirit reap eternal life. If you sow to your flesh, if you keep on walking, see, Paul is trying to get the Galatians to know. The Galatians have been born again. They found Christ. But they're still doing fleshly things. They're still showing to the flesh. They, 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 they're still doing fleshly things. And Paul told them, you sow to the flesh, you're going to be corrupted. You're going to, you're going to be lost. You're going to be cast out of darkness. But if you sow to the Spirit, you're going to reach everlasting life. You hear? You can't sow to the flesh and go to heaven. Please listen to me. You can't walk in the flesh and go to heaven. It's not going to work. If you want to go to heaven, you got to walk in the Spirit. Huh? They who walk in the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. They who walk in the Spirit do mind the things of the Spirit. If you're doing the things of the flesh, you are walking in the flesh. You are on your way to destruction. You're going to lose out with God. You're going to lose your place in the kingdom of God. James, 1 John 2 and 17. 1 John 2 and 17. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. If you want to abide forever, do God's will. Don't do the will of the world. The Bible says the things of the world are going to pass away. But if you do God's will, you're not going to pass away. One day the rapture is going to take place. You won't be able to meet Jesus in the air. And you won't be able to sit with him in glory. Don't, be, don't get caught up with the passing away of the world. The things that the world do. The world is the lust, the love of the world, the love is the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. James 4 and 6 says, But he gives more grace. Therefore, he is saved. God passes. He appraises, opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. When you walk, when you walk in God's presence, when you do the will of God, God gives you grace. God gives you grace. And he gives, and that grace will help you live right. That grace will help you talk right. The Bible says God gives you the grace according to the marriage of Christ. That's why we need more Christ. Some people think when they got born again, got Christ, they got all the Christ they supposed to have. No, no. The Bible says you can get more Christ. As you read God's word and you fast and pray, God gives you more of his spirit. That's why he says he gives you grace according to the measure of Christ. But we will never get all the Christ until we get to heaven. So we got to keep on getting more and more of him, more and more of his spirit, more and more of his presence. And the more Christ we get, the more grace we get. And the more grace we get, the more strength we have to walk this Christian walk. For his grace is sufficient. Ephesians 3 and 14. For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family 
family in heaven and on earth in name, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your heart. Huh? God wants Christ to dwell in you. He will strengthen you, strengthen your inner being, not on your shoulders, not under your arm. God wants Christ to dwell on the inside of you. Psalm 11 and 3, Song 11, Proverbs 11 and 3. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the but the crookedness of the of the, the treacherous destroys him. When you walk with God, you walk with integrity. You don't walk with deceit. People trying to figure out who you are. But I don't know whether she a Christian or not. It's sad when nobody knows when you're a Christian. The Bible says, let your light so shine, that men may know your good work and glorify the Father which is in heaven. It should be this shouldn't be uh, ironically hard for people to know where you've been born again. Because when you get born again, everybody's going to know it. They're going to see the change. If you've been saved, and you've been saved for a period of time, and can't nobody tell that you're going to change, you might be able to go back and get saved again. You missed something. You missed something somewhere. Ephesians 4 and 2, with all humility and gentleness. We're talking about walking the Christian walk, not living the Christian life. With all humility and gentleness. We're patient, burn with one another in love. We got the burn. We list. We so we so impatient. We so we so short season. We we, we 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 don't have time to deal with other people's uh you know situation. That's why he said uh with humility. We got to own ourselves and be gentle with others. Be patient. God will patient with us, so we have to be patient with one another. Because sometimes people don't get over with what they get with overnight. Sometimes sometimes. Uh, 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 it takes some people longer than it does others. I've been there where people have, you know, because they felt like that I should have got with it overnight. They treated me bad and, and it hurt my feelings. So they thought that you, you, you know, you should have been got with it over this. And so, so we need to start and learn to be patient with one another and, and put up with one another and help one another make it. Because you never know if you live long enough, you might end up right there in that same place. Proverbs three and five. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. We're talking about living the Christian life. When you become born again, you got to trust in the Lord. Don't trust in your feelings. Don't trust in your money. Don't trust in your job. Don't trust in your family. Trust in the Lord and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. He will straighten out your path. Trust the Lord with all your heart. And see, this is what God wants. God don't have all the heart of Christians because they want to kill the devil some of their hearts. The moment you start fooling around with the devil, God does not all have all your heart. This is how you know that God got all your heart, because the devil ain't got none. This is how you know God got all your heart, because the devil, your family, your loved ones, your husband, your wife, your children, your job, your money, ain't got it. The Lord with all your heart, and don't lean to your own understanding. That means you go coming up with your own selfish mind, thinking that this is the way it ought to be done. But instead, acknowledge God in all your ways. Other words, acknowledge the Lord. Tell God what you're doing. Don't try to fix it yourself. And then go get in God after you make a mess. See, Sarah made that mistake. So God told her that she was going to have a son. He didn't tell her that her handmaid was going to have a son or, was, or Abraham's servant was, a, was going to have her baby. But she took matters in her own hand and gave her husband to that, to that servant, to that, to that maid. It gave her, and look at the mistake she made. She realized later on that she had made a mistake because she leaned to her. That's what it means. She leaned to her own understanding because she thought that, that God needed her help. She thought that that's the way God wanted to fix it. No, that wasn't the way God wanted to fix it. God told her that she was going to have a child. 
When God tells you something, he ain't got to use nobody else if he don't want to. You got to believe that God, what God said to you, he going to do it. And you don't leave your own understanding and go trying to fix it yourself. God tell you he's going to bless you with a, with a, with a home, or he's going to bless you with a husband or a wife or this or that. And then you go, you know, getting out of your character trying to fix yourself. You wait on the Lord. If God said he's going to do it, he's going to do it. Okay. I know you're getting older, but just know that no matter how old you're getting, God's going to do just what he says. But he is not a lying God. Colossians 3 and 9. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with his, with his practice. In other words, we don't lie to one another as Christians. If you tell somebody you're going to do something, do it. If you promise somebody something, you do it. If you borrow their money, then pay them back. <laughs> don't think because they're Christian that you should not pay them back. If you, if you agree to pay them back, then pay them back. Now, if you didn't agree to pay them back, that's a different story. But if you'd agree to pay them back, then you need to pay them back. Don't talk about saying that they forgot it. You try to hope they forget it. God's going to hold you. That's why the Bible says forget our debt and forgive our debt. God's going to hold you, owe you not guiltless for your, for your actions. Don't go born, people, and knowing you know you ain't going to pay them back. Be honest. And don't lie to one another. Telling one another, and maybe you're not going to do it. Hebrews 13 and 1. Let brotherly love continue. This is something we got to do every day. We're talking about living a Christian life now. Ain't nothing like brotherly love. The Bible says, forget not to assemble ourselves together. Forget not, brothers, to get together with love one toward the other. Brothers, don't lie on one another. Brothers, don't talk about one another. Brothers, don't cheat around with one another husband and one another wife. No, brothers, don't cheat around with your, with your brother's wife. Uh, uh, no, no, don't do that. That's ungodly. That's uncalled for. That, that's not... That's not standard for a brother. Uh-huh. John 3 and 17, For God did not send his son unto the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved to him. Jesus did not come, listen. Jesus did not come into the world. Jesus did not come into the world to condemn us. Uh-huh. Right now, we're at a time of grace. We're at a time of grace. We need to appreciate that. We need to be glad that God sent Jesus in the world this is a time of grace. The time of judgment is coming when the wrath will take place. Then judgment is going to be in the land, and there will be no more grace. God's going to take grace away. This is, a, this is the season. This is the dispensation for the Gentiles. We that are not Jews are Gentiles. Hear me? Everyone that is not Jew is a Gentile. And this is, is the generation. This is, is, is the dispensation where Jesus Christ, God through Jesus Christ, is giving us an opportunity to be saved. But when the wrath will take place, the time for the Gentile to be saved will be done away. No more opportunity for the Gentile to be saved no more. We'll be. Because this is our time right now. This is the time that we've been wrapped into the family of God. This is the time we've been adopted, become, become sons and, and daughters of God. And we need to take that opportunity right now. Wow. James 2 and 8. If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scriptures, you shall love your neighbor and yourself. And you are doing well. You do well. Love your neighbor as yourself. Other words, if you were hungry, you would want you would want somebody to go in the bottom of the freezer and get that old burnt food and bring you. So why are you going in the bottom of the freezer to get your burnt food here? Somebody, somebody, the Lord told me to bring you. Didn't know that food three years old. And you, you you want to be a blessing? Then you go in the top of the freezer and get that fresh food off the top of the freezer and take that to them. Then you'll be done something. You want to throw it away anyway. Then have a nerve to put 
the Lord's name on it. And no, you couldn't throw it away because it's free to burn. Come on. Think about what you're doing before you do it. Do it out of your heart and not for prestige. Proverbs 28 and 6. Better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways. God wants us to walk. Listen, be thankful for what you have. Be grateful for what you have. Be content with such as you have. And God will do five not small beginning. You hear me? Be thankful that you got what you got. Quit trying to be like the Joneses across the street. Quit trying to be like somebody else. And appreciate what God is doing for you. Appreciate what God gives you. Psalm 46 and 10, this is getting good. I like the word. Because the word will clean you. I want somebody getting clean. But the word is like a bar of soap. It'll clean you. Now, in my day, we didn't have those sweet soaps like they got at IJ and Walmart and all that now. My mama done made that soap. They made it out of lye. It was lye soap, honey. If that lye soap didn't clean, you wouldn't get clean. They take that lye soap and get all high on your elbows, all high on your knees, on your neck. And when they get through with you and with that lye soap, you are clean. And the word of God is powerful, more powerful than lye soap. It'll clean you. So 46 and 10 song, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Sometimes you got to be still. Still and hear God's voice. And you got to know that he's God. Don't think he's God. you got to know he's God. And when you know he's God, you know he can do everything but fail. James 2 and 12, so speak, so act as those who are to be judged under the law or liberty. But judgment is without mercy to one who has shown no mercy. And mercy triumph over judgment. God said, if you want to be, have mercy, show mercy. When you show mercy, God show mercy to you. The Bible says, blessed is the merciful, but he shall have mercy. And this is a great support of Scripture. So we got so many merciless people. We'll holler out in a minute. Yeah, he need to be hung. Yeah, they need to, you know, they need to electrocute him. Yes, they need to give him a leash and jail. Yes, they need to kill him, what he did. Yes, it was wrong with what he did. But think about what you're saying. That might, will you say that if it was your son up there? Will you say that if that was your daughter up there, if your husband and wife up there, to learn how to be merciful and let the law handle their own thing. Don't you play your part. You pray for people, even when they do bad things. You pray for them, and God may have mercy on them. First John 2 and 15, do not love the world, things in the world. If anyone loves the world, then the love of the love of the Father is not in him. Now, don't misunderstand this scripture. For you not to love the world. Otherwise, he's trying to say is, don't forget about God and put the world before God. Your heart is full of the world. For the love of the world, the love of the flesh, the love of the eyes, the pride of life. If you do not love the world and the things that are in the world, because you love the world more than you love God, then the love of God is not in you. I right? said, for the love of the Father is not in you. When you love the things of the world, you know the world is wicked. You know the world is crooked. So that's what happened. Uh, that's what happened. Uh, uh, whenever a lot came out, they said the Solomon and the Lord. And why turned back? Because she loved what she was in. So God told her, don't look back. Because it won't nothing back to an abomination. It won't nothing back to an homosexual out of the lesbianism. It won't nothing back to a seal. But when she heard the sound of thunder, when she heard the roar of, of that brimstone coming from heaven, she looked it back like as though she had lost something. And when she looked back, she turned into a pillow of salt. I tell somebody, don't look back. You, God, done brought you out of the world. It's over with. You leave that mess behind you. Don't look back. 
Look forward. And don't love the things of the world no more. God brought you out of the world. He brought, he brought you some of them things that almost destroyed you out in the club. It was what if he had let you got caught with that man husband? Unless you got caught with that bed with that woman, uh-huh, yes. What if he let he showed you mercy? God's a merciful God. Because he knew if you had got caught, you would have got sealed. But God, uh-huh, there's things right now that some of us have done that don't nobody know nothing about. That's how merciful God is. Oh, we got a oh, we got a nerve to say, whatever I done in the dark gonna come to life. And you know just as well as I do, is there things in your life that ain't came to no life yet. Because God wanted to come to life, he could have brought the life. But for him to brought the life, he could have brought the justice. So God showed you mercy and kept his head. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but the ship said, be sure you're still with that. Yeah, if you keep on doing something, eventually it is going to find you out. You keep on doing something over and over again, keep on robbing banks, you're going to be the best bank robber in the world. But you keep on robbing banks, they're going to catch you out the wild. If you keep on doing something quite natural, it's going to find you out. First Timothy 6 and 8. So they ought to do good to be rich in, in good work, to be generous and, and, and ready to share they're storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future so that they may take. God is telling us to do good, to have rich work. Let our work be, be rich. Uh, 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 don't do poor work before the Lord. Let your work be rich. Lay up a foundation of good work, doing good to others. Be nice to people. You're a Christian. You've been born again. Cut out that cussing. Cut out being that mean. Get rid of that fierceness in you. you. You've been born again. Let the new let the new you come alive in you. See, you got to let it come out. Let the new you. Let the Holy Ghost bring the new you out of you. First John 3 and, and 3 and 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. How many know that God will all, will all he asks you to do is confess your sins? See, Jesus already died on the cross. <laughs> He died on the cross over 2,000 years ago. He already paid the price for your sin, but you have to confess them. He said, confess them, and he, will, he, he said he will forgive you. Listen to this. Not only will he forgive you for all your sins, that you confess it, he said he will cleanse you. And see, this is the part I keep talking about. This is the part that Christians don't want. They want to confess their sins. They want God to forgive them for their sins. Then they want to turn around and go right back to their sins. No, baby. When you confess your sin and tell God to forgive you, commit adultery, you can't go back and be with that man wife no more, or that woman husband no more. You got to take send them home. You got to let them go. You gonna go right back to the sin that you just confessed it? No, you need to ask God to cleanse you now. You need to say, God, help me to leave this man husband and wife alone. Help me to leave this. Help me to leave this 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 woman husband this woman husband alone. Help me to leave this man wife alone. In Jesus' name. And then God will help you. He'll cleanse you. He'll take the desire out of your heart so that you won't do it no more. James 3 and 17. But the wisdom from above is very pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruit and partial and sincere. He's talking about the wisdom from above. So people talking about they got wisdom. And you listen to what they say, and they it really ain't the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is pure. The wisdom of God is holy. The wisdom of God is peaceful. The wisdom of God is gentle. The wisdom of God will direct you in the right direction. The wisdom of God will tell you the right thing to do. The wisdom of God will tell you how to do it. That's what the wisdom of God will do. Psalm, you know Psalm 23 and 6. 
This is a good one here. Surely goodness and mercy. When you walk before God, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, not to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is what God wants you to do. When you serve the Lord and you live a Christian life from a, from your from, from Sunday school to you old enough to, to know better, or until you grow old and gray, goodness and mercy will follow you. You won't have to ask it to follow you. It'll follow you anyway. Goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. This is what God wants you. He wants you to live so that his goodness. God wants you blessed. He wants you healed. He wants you delivered. He wants you set free. He wants your children blessed. He wants your grandchildren blessed. He wants your church blessed, your church member blessed. This is God's will. He wants you blessed. He wants goodness and mercy to follow you. Hebrews 13 and 1, let brotherly love continue. Do not let the show hospitality strange. Listen, for therefore others have entertained angels unaware. Remember those who are in prison, as though in prison with them, and those who are mistreated, since you also are in the body. Remember this, we treat, we love who we want to love. We help who we want to help. We treat people who we want to Honey, you have missed so many blessings. There are angels out there. Let me share something with you. There are people standing out on the street, on the corner, begging for money, and you won't give them none because you said uh, that all of them crooked. All of them are not crooked. You never know where the angels might be standing out there. You're not going to lose nothing when you go in your pocketbook giving them money. If they lie, if they deceitful, God's going to judge them. But he's going to bless you for your integrity. He's going to bless you for your honesty. He's going to bless you for your kindness. You hear me? I used to wouldn't give them to none, none of them either. I said, oh, they all out there. Uh, probably rich, probably got homes to go back to. And it may be true. Some of them may be that thing. But but I was treating them all the same. So I started asking God, help me, Lord. Give me a heart. Give me a kind heart. A kind heart. There may be somebody out there who really in need, who really need a $10 or $20. And quit giving them a dollar just so you can say you did something to satisfy your conscience. Well, come on. What's a dollar going to buy? What's a $5 going to buy? Actually, what is $20 going to buy anymore? They're out there in the cold coming here, ain't got no place to stay, and you gave them $3. What do you think, $3? I mean, $3 that they got to get that day in order for them to get a motel room. Come on. Dig down in your heart, and believe me, God will bless you for your generosity. You quit trying to be a judge and a lawyer, too. You don't know. You don't know what condition people are, whether they're telling the truth or not. Don't you be a judge. You give it in the name of Jesus. That's why the scripture says, Give it and shall be given. Good men the first time say together. You give it in the name of Jesus and leave the rest up to God. If they're doing something wrong out on that street, get that money, it ain't going to hurt you not a bit. It's going to bless you because you did it out of the kindness of your heart. Wow. Galatians 6 and 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mine. For whatsoever one soweth, that will he also reap. For one who sows to the flesh, to another flesh, reap corruption. One of who sows to the spirit, will from the spirit reap eternal life. What you trying to say again, Pastor? You can't live wrong and think you're going to heaven. You can't live a fleshly, clubby life and land up with every man, woman, dick, and hairy and think you're going to heaven. You is not, hello, you is not going to know heaven. You're judging me, Pastor. No, I ain't. I'm telling you what the word says. If you told you the flesh, you was going to reap corruption, and you know corruption is going to heaven. Do you hear me? No corruption. The Bible said no uncleanness, no unrighteousness, no dog, no sorcerer, 
No unclean person will enter into the kingdom of heaven. How you will enter into the kingdom of heaven with corruption? If you walking in the flat, going to the club, dating and all that stuff, and ain't married, you are not going to heaven. Hello? And I'm coming by to help somebody. I want to, I'm trying to tell you the truth. I ain't trying to be your friend this evening. I'm trying to save your help, get your soul saved. My job is to help smack your soul out of the hands of Satan, who doesn't see you, deceive you, got you think that you can live any kind of way because you saved. You've been born again. If you truly been born again, you ain't going to be doing this mess. Because John said that you no longer want the sin. You still want the sin. So something wrong somewhere. You act like you don't have the nature of, of, of Christ in you. And you act like you have the nature of Adam. You do not want the sin because God has changed, saved you. You've been converted. Psalm 1 and 1. This is a very familiar portion of Scripture. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the, of the wicked, nor stand in the way of sinners. I used to think that that means that you were standing in the way of a sinner because you made a mistake, so you were standing in that sinner way. That sin you committed caused somebody not get saved. That's what they preach now. You standing in the way of sinners. That did not mean that. What that means is you live you 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 walking in the, oh, the way of a sinner. You walking like a sinner walk, huh? You walking like cussing and lying and and cheating and committing adultery like the sinner does. You, you standing in the way of the sinner. Other words, you standing like the sinner stands. You ain't standing in the way of nobody who who who, who you calling them to sin, but you standing in the lifestyle of a sinner. And God wants you to have your, you're not blessed if you stand it in the, in the ways of sinner, life of sinner, doing what sinner does. He said, no, sit in the seat of the scornful, but he delighted in the law of the Lord, sitting in his ungodly seat. You're not sitting in like the sinner does in that scornful seat, that ungodly seat. But your desire is in the law of God. Huh? And in God's law, you meditate day and night. You read God's word day and night and meditate on God's word. When you read God's word and meditate on it, You'll be like a tree planted by the river of water. And to me, he said river of water called water. Uh, a tree planted by the water will grow beautiful and strong with strength because it draws its water from the river. And then when you read God's word, you'll be strong like a tree planted by the water. Colossians 3 and 5. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in your life. And, and, and listen. Put the death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, uh, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is adultery. Did you hear that? That there is the all of us. It ain't just one person now. That's the all of us. It said put the death. It said put the death. Me, stop doing it. Put the death uh, uh, of the, these earthly things, sexual uh, immorality. Over sexual sin, and you ain't saved. I mean, you ain't married. That ain't your husband. That ain't your wife. You ain't took that person to all and put no rank. Impurity. That's uncleanliness. Passion. Evil passion. Lust. Mm-hmm. Orgies and all that stuff. You know, switching husband and wife. Evil desires. Covetousness. You know what covetousness is, which is adultery. Covetousness that belongs to somebody else. And the Romans 8 and 28, and I'm going to stop on this one. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. When you love God, walk in this Christian life, God going to make sure that all things not work out in your favor, but will work out in his favor. It may not look like it's going to work out the good, what you're going through, and look like it's going to destroy you, look like it's going to get the best of you. 
you to heal somebody now, right now with high blood pressure. Somebody about to have a stroke. Somebody kidney is about to fail them, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Heal somebody who's about to have a heart attack, God. Heal somebody from colon cancer. Heal somebody from prostate cancer. Heal somebody from breast cancer. Heal somebody from blood disorder cancer. White and red blood cell, God. Leukemia, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Anemic, God, in the name of Jesus. Heal right now by your mighty power. Look down on the radio world and have mercy on God. Somebody been sick for a long time and look like they ain't going to get well. Somebody, doctors, and sent them home with a bad report. I come against that report, God. In the name of Jesus, the day be healed, God. I ask you what a miracle. Let me let my voice go out on the radio world. You have anointed my voice, God, with healing. Let the healing from my voice, God, go out on the radio. And whoever they may be, they've been born again. They're a child of God that is sick, God. They've been sick for a long time. You heal, God. You work that miracle. You take them up off that bed of affliction. You take them out of that wheelchair, God. You lift them up from that stroke, God. In the name of Jesus, give them their eyesight back, God. Call the kidney dissolve back working, God. And if they, if, and if they be God, and they need a kidney, then let them find a donor, God, that will give them another kidney, God. But whatever the case may be, God, have mercy now. Let their will be done. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name we pray and we thank you, God. Amen. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.